an illusion of history. See the high discard of the room where the engines had been tested prior to installation. See the one hundred tables once arrayed here, and on every table see an engine mounted, flush with leaded gasoline and oil, running hot, each machine designed for the same task. See the engineers moving table to table in their dirty suits, grease staining their cuffs. The first generation to work under electric lights, born into the gap before the calculator, the computer, robotics. Before this room, they used to test an engine by driving it until it failed. Every machine was a marvel, but you could push anything until it broke. See the room where seamstresses wove plush interiors, stitched and fitted without a sewing machine, using only human hands, human skills. A luxury made of ten thousand stitches. See the parts warehouse, four stories tall and a block long, where the company kept a spare part for every fallible inch of every model they'd made in 1910 or 1913 or 1925, other good years. All those parts a catalog of promise. If it was broken, it could be fixed. They had the parts, they had the expertise, they believed they had the will to keep their cars on the road forever. See the newer workshops raised between existing buildings to maximize the space, as if every inch of earth were necessary to contain this industry. See the long rooms built for the first modern assembly lines, and when the war came, remember how the company volunteered for the high commerce of patriotism. Then the peacetime arrival of the freeways, The newer machines the new roads demanded, destined to be designed by other companies, made to devour those newest miles, carrying their drivers fast from coast to asphalt coast. See the assembly lines at max capacity for the last time, run on this singular idea, the century's founding innovation, one man assigned one function, the fundamental principle of mass production. The promise of a car for every man and the roads to drive it on. Each man a unit of work here in the fastest-growing city in America, amid the explosion of neighborhoods, schools, theaters. Nearly two million citizens in 1950, but then fewer in every year after. See the half-life of every man and machine and place. See the plant closing. See the half-hearted inhabitations, the long vacancy that followed, the future lack, the slow crumble to hear. Time passing, allowing failures of reinvention, squatters and thieves, until everything valuable had been carried away, leaving behind only concrete and brick and wood, the last looted structures waiting for the blow. See the steel beams holding, but the roof fallen in, wide banners of tar paper hanging between the beams, their black tarps flagging in the wind. Watch the walls for signs of life. See the word sky written in sky-blue spray paint 
in a pretty cursive, long, untaught. Painted names photographed, but uncounted. Curses everywhere, in modes both artful and artless. The new pride in slurs, their late variants. See cartoon eyes staring, an orgy of distended genitalia, cars and crowns, pitchforks and skulls. Context is king, but what if the context were demolished? Every facade a surface flattened, readied for the image and the word, a conversation coming down, bad temper written in consistent font, leveled stenciling, struggle buggy across the fluorescent glow of a starlet's eyes, the perforation of her mouth, a pasted optometrist, a gloved hand.